Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Mm. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Joined as always by Ross on Wrestling. Hello, Matthew on Botchin Mania. And Jack on Jogger. <laughs> Hello. I do that every week and I'm still not sick of it. I'm very sorry. These jokes are written in the Beano in the 1800s. How the hell are you both? Delightful. I am buzzing. Pollen is subsiding. It's, Wait, all looking, yeah. it's all looking rosy. You seem more alive than yeah. the last few weeks when Aye. it's like weekend at Bernie's, so God bless you. And you're here, I'm, I'm absolutely, great. I'm delighted. Um, me I'm and, delighted you Me and well. Ross and you, but it doesn't, it's not as big a deal for you, but... Uh, oh. we're, we're in the we're in the OSW review. Have you seen what? this? No, I haven't. No. In the in the intro of the new new one went up today at the time of recording SummerSlam '93, and uh, they're talking about OSC. He's <laughs> like, "What was it like finally squashing your beef with Matthew and stuff?" He's like, "He tried to get a few jokes in. He tried, didn't he?" <laughs> it's like, and it cuts oh, to <laughs> it cuts to right. Cuts I haven't to, seen this by the way. It cuts so. to the podcast. I think they've used the clip of when you read out the name and me and Ross laugh because you don't realize. And but oh, they, okay. there's no there's no audio on it. It's just our laughs are synced up with. The OSW guys laugh, so it's like you going, you going like, and us going, hey, it's fantastic, it's so good. Ah, oh, lovely little two-faced guy. <laughs> yeah, Gotta love you. <laughs> so, in the news, uh, W appears to be moving away from PG product into edgier territory. Corey Graves, <laughs> no, no, wait, let's do it properly. Do that, and then obstructed by Samoa Joe's head. Yeah, and Samoa Joe went. What? He couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe yeah. that he'd done it. He's like Shaggy seen a ghost Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Neither could I on WWE. A finger. Oh. I'm seeing that in a... Oh, wait. Don't go there. Yeah. I thought you were going somewhere. Don't. But let's I wanted move on. to, but we won't. <laughs> Corey Graves dropping an S-bomb on Raw. Not literally. <laughs> Who wrote this? S-bomb. What does that stand for other than the thing you're thinking of? The Tom Jones? Cack- cacking himself. Tom Jones song, isn't it? S bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, to the races. You can tell that Ross is doing a half day today. He's in very high spirit. Is <laughs> <laughs> that why he's awake? Yeah. Look on the pollen count. <laughs> and Kobe giving Joe the finger on SmackDown. Not literally. Thanks yeah. for writing that beautiful thing. Yes. Uh, not only that, but you know, attempted murder or whatever happened with the explosions and yeah. pyro. And the also pregnancy angle. Pregnancy <laughs> angle. We'll get onto that later on. But also, Son of a Bitch was on SmackDown, so it's clear with the brand extension that Raw has the S-bomb right. and SmackDown has the Son of a Bitch. But I have confirmed, um, they can say poop on Raw <laughs> if they want to do the wildcard rule. But oh. it does mean that they can't use No Way Jose because there's only room in the show for one. 
What um, was that story Ambro sorry, Moxley said in his podcast with Jericho Vince McMahon wanted to say pooper scooper or something. Yes. And he was just saying, I need to hear pooper scooper. It's good. Were you Stop myself this week. Well, well done, <laughs> yes. Were you saying that Noah Jose wasn't very good there? Is that what the joke was? It was kind of, uh, but like most why, jokes why on no the show. As I no said last Jose? week, a lot of my friends will like that bit because they like it when I say something and it gets absolutely <laughs> zero pop. Speaking Dolph of, Ziggler, they call it. Speaking of Nowhere Jose, yeah. there's a popular wrestling YouTube channel called Wrestling News Now. It's one of my favorites. Oh, no, and Wrestling they, News Now. And they have said that Nowhere Jose is in a relationship with Alexa Bliss. I saw this. Yeah. Do you know what you want to give the, the reason like why? The what was the reason? I've forgotten. Yeah. I've just Cause, remembered. Because there was pictures of them and in one of them he's touching her back. He's touching her back. He zooms in on the hand, touches Alexa Bliss's back because she, she, she appears to be still in some sort of chair. So, you know, you've got a friend on the chair, you try to go, oh, I'll hold you just in case you fall. Nah, that's a relationship. No way, it's like a baby. He touched her back. He touched her back. <laughs> Alexa Bliss, a WWE superstar. It's absolutely scandalous. His cadence that is amazing. Channel gets is away with. The black had a quote. Touched her what? The black had a quote. Never heard of that before. He, he, the guy reads out. I'd hardly recommend checking it out. The guy reads oh. out. It was Ross and Richard Tubman who brought it to their offices. Me and Richard Tubman are subscribed. We'll you're, keep it every no, day. No, you're not. Yeah, we are. He's um, got more subscribers than us, I think. He he's just massive. lies out of his arse. He just lies out of his arse and he gets <laughs> hundreds of thousands of views and it's just, it's a, it's admirable to watch. Oh, so it's like every other wrestling news. <laughs> so he takes it to a different level. And this relationship is when he's like, five new couples you didn't know existed in WWE. 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 So he's the chills he of WWE. Seth Rollins. He had, Rollins. He, had a, uh, he had Mandy Rose and Sonya as a legitimate couple in real life. And that thing they did on SmackDown with the bit lesbian pollen. The lesbian pollen there. A little bit of touch of the arm. That is a sign as a real relationship. And that's the sort of basic bitch level I appreciate on YouTube. Yes. And there's plenty of them, so there's a lot of appreciation yeah. there from you, Ross. <laughs> Number 15. No way, Jose. And anyway. Uh, Fighter Fest happened. It did. So, Fighter Fest was weird in the sense that it's AW's third show after the huge show of All In, the huge show of Double or Nothing. Are we counting that as a Oh, no, show? All In's not an All In oh, show. Oh, no, 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 no. But you know, I know what you, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. All right, whatever. Um, yeah, this was the next show, and obviously it wasn't at the same level. So in some ways, it was a weird choice them to do it at that time, but they probably had it prearranged with CEO anyway. So I'm very interested to hear what you guys thought, because God, there are a lot of fighting game references and things of that nature. And if you weren't a fan of those things, I don't know who Justin Wong is making a cameo appearance. It may have had different opinions than myself. So what do you guys think? I know of Justin Wong. Isn't he a Street Fighter player uh, or something? Yeah, I Marvel, he's, that, he's most known for Marvel versus Capcom. Um, I didn't realize he was on the show, though. He was front row with uh, oh. the other commentating guy whose name I forget. Um, but, no, I enjoyed it. I got a few of them. Um, but I just thought as a wrestling show, it was pretty good. Not as good as Double or Nothing, but still good. Um, I liked the Ken and Ryu cosplay mm. and then Ben who I was streaming with explained to me what Akuma was so that was good as well I was like who's Kenny Omega he was like it's Akuma Jack one of the newer street fighters newer as in like newer, yeah. the past 20 years <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked how Justin Roberts went round one fight yep. that was good um, so that's about as much as I got Game I like one. Pentagon and Phoenix and Laredo could be like oh no one told us about we're not, oh, oh, we're not nerds we dress as us <laughs> Well, I didn't see it live. Uh, I saw it on the Sunday, but I saw a picture of Omega with his new barnet, and I was like, what the hell's happened there? Why would you do that to yourself? And then, then the penny dropped because I saw the young books looking cute. <laughs> How adorable did they look, by the way? And a little karate man action. Oh, it was so nice. Uh, I didn't get any of the references because, as I've said many times, if it's not FIFA or maybe Grand Theft Auto, I'm struggling. Football manager Football as well. Manager, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you got to give a shout out to football. Oh, 
What if a UK show did that? <laughs> it was all champ man. Progress? Yeah. Oh. Do a football manager. <laughs> but did those detract or distract from enjoying the show? No, not really. There were, the, the Hadouken bit, that was a bit... <sighs> That was a bit like, ooh, oh, the crowd went wild though, so that was nice to Apparently see. Apparently Omega used to do that all the time. Did he? Before he went to New Japan, yeah. Uh, He'd do it probably in did in DDT in places like that. I yeah, see that guy who harassed John Cena, threatened to do oh, to him. God. I'm going to Hadouken him. Can we not mention him? <laughs> can we please not we give should, We like should that name attention. and shame that arsehole. No, because if you give them attention, they'll get hits and views. Right, like wrestling news, whatever the freak you're talking, talking about. <laughs> and Mr. OC, who should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, you're on the same level as you him. You kind of group them together like Absolutely that. Absolutely, I can't. <laughs> he tried. He tried, didn't he? <laughs> he tried. Sorry, sorry lads, I'm going to go to Subway and stop John Cena now. Oh, is it? But, uh, I think... That was all right, Irish. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that sorry, right. sorry, sorry about right. getting no, the That was all right. But I think I missed the, the main event of the night, which was the pre-show. I didn't see the pre-show. Oh. All right, Apparently, so, this, uh, uh, this match between the, the CEO fella and Mr. Nakazawa Alex was Alex Jabaley. Nakazawa. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I read reviews for people who also wanted to fight game, and they were, they were, they were pretty ferocious. <laughs> people part thought... Because it, the thing was, it was CEO Bailey. And they'd done um, CEO X New Japan Pro Wrestling, I think, last year, and he'd been on it because he's the legit owner of CEO Gaming. And I've met him in Orlando oh, very nice. and he says oh I did some uh, gaming tournaments I'm like sure thinking it's like the ones that we do in <laughs> 20 people didn't realize on Wikipedia oh like tens of thousands of people right but then it's one of these things if you're in on the joke it's alright but if you're not you're just like oh so you've got this on the show right We'll remember this next time you complain or bitch about anything WWE does bad comedy wise alright so I um, I read in the Observer today that apparently he got really good at throwing work chair shots. And then they went, there's a chair shot angle later on, so don't throw any chair shots. Oh. Yeah, so then he had to do his sick forearms instead. Right, speaking of which, uh, everyone was like, that's also going, oh, you know that everyone talks about Meltzer being on the thumb of AEW and all this. Apparently he was not a fan of the show, because believe it or not, he didn't know who Akuma was either. <laughs> I, I thought the show was good still. No, it didn't like, you know what, Dave, what did Big Dave say? About he gave that match like half a star or something. It was he, wow. ra- he rated he rated the women's pre-show match worse. Yeah, I th- I thought it was better hey, than that. They're a librarian gimmick because they keep huh. the crowd silent. What I didn't get this at Dublin often. What happened? How I did don't it progress? Know. How did it progress? I don't so, know. <laughs> Blue Pant Lever Bates came out. Um, it was nice to real wrestle. Life. She was meant to wrestle Kylie Ray, but instead it was Ali, and it never got explained what happened to Kylie Ray. I don't know why. Um, so Lever Bates came out. And She's her, renewing books. Her and Peter Avalon cut like a good cop. They were doing a line backstage, got <laughs> distracted. Cocaine Bailey, that's a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, right, right. God, phew, Ross, um, her By the way, can anyone hear? Hopefully, you can't hear the noise of what I can hear like people some. moving. Oh, yeah. it's just upstairs. It'll be fine. Okay, so it happens all the time. Um, it's not us. The two librarians came out and cut like a good cop, bad cop promo where like Leverbates was going, books are great, guys. And then he was going, none of you even read. And it was like, yeah, the crowd went into it. Then yeah, Ali, ca- the Ali came <laughs> out. <laughs> Ali came out. They had a match. Um, it was a bit sloppy, which is weird because I think they're both good. They just weren't clicking, mm. and the crowd were dead for it. And then the ending came when Peter Avalon passed Lever Bates a book. She took it, and it kind of got. It ended up in the hands of Ali. She threw it back and did like a Van Terminate, Van Dominator kind of thing, where she threw the book back to her. She caught it and super kicked her, and then that was it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Also so why, the, why oh. the librarians? Why did they shush each other? Was any of this explained? Tune in to AW Wednesday Nitro to I, find out. I'm, I'm not a religious being the elite viewer, or I wasn't when this got introduced, but apparently it's... I've heard rumours that it's because Tony Khan suggested it and they've made a joke of it because they're like, 
owners shouldn't should you, they shouldn't get too involved with wrestling. No, they shouldn't. He suggested. Oh, is that the is that reason why? I don't know if it's true or not. He suggested. That's what I've read online. Because who's the joke on? The crowd. Tony. Well, <laughs> Tony, yeah, haha, Tony. But it's the guy. Kinda, <laughs> so they've said to make it. Let's make it so. Tony. Let's prove how bad his idea is by having two of his gimmick <laughs> and proving that it's crap. But I don't know. Two libraries, Tony. They call him. <laughs> Okay, we'll but anyway, moving on from the, the, the pre-show, which is very mixed. Also, Private Party had a good show. And, yes. Um, Both friends. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I yeah, love their right. theme tune. Uh, Nyla Rose dressed as Black Orchid from Killer Instinct. So, well, I love that was a new game about 30 years ago. <laughs> and, yeah, the, the four-way and other stuff. It was a fun show. There were lots of things, things to have. But it was not only a niche show in the sense that it was a fighter, fighter fight festival Forget what the real thing was called now. Uh, Firefest. Fire, fire. Yeah, I right. keep doing it as well. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't like that portion of it, like the yeah. references it was to a that bit too meme, much. meme yeah. that died a long time ago. Right, because the wrestling and uh, business acumen, whatever, of the elite, I think is great and I appreciate it. I do not watch their show for the comedy. It's not my <laughs> thing at all. So I'm like, yeah, can we have the wrestling, please? But yes, the wrestling did deliver. However, they only really hyped up three or so matches. And if they're going to have an entire roster of people and be like this, 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 he's like, okay, yeah, you might need to have a promo or two and... Uh, not have to make people watch Being the Elite to catch yeah. all the storylines. But still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Their video packages jo- are good. Joy Janela headlining. Yes. Oh, yeah. he did the Jimmy Havoc spot. Well, I've seen Jimmy Havoc do it before. The take off your shoes, jump on the thumbtacks. Yeah. Oh. I love that song. <laughs> take off your yeah. shoes, jump <laughs> um, yeah. Omega continued the feud afterwards by beating him up. That's right, yeah. The caravan uh, fell over in the paddling pool. Yeah, <laughs> 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 crowd. Way. <laughs> Oh, in the pre-show, Jabali tried to drown Michael Nakazawa in that paddling pool. Oh. And the referee was just like, oh, he might have done a five count. No, it was no DQ. I don't know what he did. Oh. Um, six-man match was good. My favorite match was Cody and Darby. But he needs to settle down, that fella. <sighs> Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, <laughs> taking chair shots. Like yeah. <laughs> no, Mr. Ratlin, believe it or not. The oh, one off yes. the ring post, the oh. one off the apron, both... Send shivers down my spine and probably his and, as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect, Ross. Perfect. Just, just like warm butter coming out your mouth. Yeah, and he calls it the coffin drop the as coffin well. Drop. And you're like, yeah, that's what they'll do with... Anyway. Yeah. But, um, and obviously, can't go without talking about it because everyone else was. The chair shot of doom. With it's the fine. gimmicked chair. It's fine because it was gimmicked. It just didn't work. They gimmicked it to make it sharper and more bendy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. apparently, Meltzer went into a bit of detail in The Observer. Oh, did he? They sawed the chair, the middle of it. So no, they've seen the chair. So yeah. when it hit him, <laughs> they sawed the chair. So when it hit him, it would already be pre-sawed through, and it would like it wouldn't hurt. But instead, the one of the edges, I think, wrapped around his head and cut the back of it. Oh, like, it was you disgusting. Know the, the little, you have the back panel, like the lower edge of the back panel, just wrapped around the side of his head. It was great. You could Lovely see flaps impact. of skin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was bleeding the next day. I saw when he was in his suit. Yeah, really? he was oozing. Yeah, took a photo. Like, hey, Cody, have a good time. He's just chilling. <laughs> and, yeah, still bleeding. Oh, seeping. He, yes. he looked like you know when you die on Grand Theft Auto, and he's just down, and there's just blood coming out of his head. I was like, Jesus. that was it. So the game was there, going, hey, GDA, he's, he's dying. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. But uh, I thought it was effective though the way the commentary team bigged up the old CTE stuff. He's never hear that on WWE. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's. I mean, awareness. I know, I know it's not player. like. I know it isn't, you take one chair shot and they turn to Chris Benoit. We all know that, but we're all aware now, or we believe it to be, that these things certainly don't help. Mm. So it's like, okay, cool. Don't really want to see that. And even better, neither did Two Libraries Khan, as they call him backstage. Because <laughs> he was like, will we see that? No, no, you'll not be seeing that on TV. No. 
So I think that's how it's going to go, though. Like, the TV will just be a standard wrestling, and these big shows will just have, like, all, all sorts of mayhem, which I like the sounds of. Yes. Lots of like references, lots of, of dressing up as fighting game characters. <laughs> obviously, being, being weird here, but I like the show and will continue to watch AEW. The because next I am co-opted by them, <laughs> and we need to address that if you have over 30,000 Twitter followers or something. You're a celebrity. That's what it means. Yeah, actually. Can you turn Irish down? Someone, someone on Twitter said, um, he, he screenshotted an independent article, I think it was, from, from some newspaper saying, like, investigative watchdogs claim that if you've got over 30,000 social media followers, you're a celebrity. Oh. So congratulations, lads. We're all celebrities. Well, well, well done. Celebrity doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> anyway, don't me. Check out, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I retweeted it and said, I'm going to ring my mom. And then some... Who also has 30,000 <clears> Yeah. <laughs> some woman was like, she replied saying like, well, it's easy to be a celebrity these days. I've never seen or heard of you. And I was like, that's the joke. That's the... She didn't get it. Oh, Humor works really well online. Is that yeah, it does. Yeah. <clears> um, uh, anyway, moving on to that. Newest match... Oh, wait, we're not allowed to mention this. Newest match announced for Fight the Fallen because it appeared to have been tweeted out accidentally. No, this was, oh, on, this, anyway. was on, this was on Road to Fight, uh, Road to Fight for the Fallen. Oh, was it? Because whether... It works at AW, then it immediately deleted it. So it was, oh, let's just say it anyway. Oh, care. it was in the video. Um, yeah. Is Janella all in, as they call him backstage, <laughs> and Havoc versus Spears, MGF, and Guevara. So it's like three hardcore lads against three heels. Lovely boys. But MGF, as Pachi pointed out, actually, MGF and Sean Spears, bit of conflict there already, because MGF's Cody's best friend. The roller He's coaster. using Cody. He is, yeah. That scoundrel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I love how he calls him the roller coaster on, <laughs> yeah. on Jesus. <laughs> you don't know this. The roller coaster. Oh, <laughs> roller coaster. He went back to of his, love. He went back to his old high school in one episode and put up a massive poster of Cody. <laughs> he's like, he's the greatest ever. I like him, Joe. Yeah. Uh, Paraguayo Senior. So he mm. passed away at the age of 73. Yeah. He was one of the AAA guys. What was it? What was it? Yeah, he was AAA guys. Uh, at, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. At Royal Rumble 97. What? And with a black and white get up on. I can't remember. No, I don't think he uh, wore a mask, but don't quote me. Again, I'm not a huge, huge guy. Apologize. But those are the guys that they could get at that point. So on WCW, they had Rey Mysterio, Hooventude, etc. He was at least 40, 40 something at that point. Because he'd wrestled, yeah, one of the top heels, and that's a great rival of El Santo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Royal Rumble 97. <laughs> I was wrestling until 2000, as I found out last night. Really? That is amazing to me. Wow. Like, all right, who have we got? Mm-hmm. I, I, All right, Abdullah Butcher can't make it. <laughs> Lutez is dead. All right, Paraguay Senior. It's quite sad, especially because his son was the guy who died in the Oh, rain. yeah. yeah. But, you know, apparently, I, I'm not a big Lucha guy either, but apparently he was one of the biggest Lucha heels of the time. So Yeah, Wikipedia told me that as well. But, um, yeah. hey, 73 is good innings, and it's good to see that wasn't wrestling until that point. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of Lucha Libre guys who just yeah. never leave the ring. <laughs> like, Jesus. And, coincidentally, Dribble Mania, Lamb's been announced. And there's about 300 people on the card. I bet they're having the rematch from Fight uh, Fighter Fest. There we go. With the six man. So I'm interested to see will we see Pentagon Laredo and Phoenix dressing up? There's also uh, the team of, I can't remember who their opponents are, but there's the team of Cody Rhodes. Oh, yeah. Pagano, Psy- I think. Psycho Clown. Yeah. And bloody Kane Velasquez, the UFC oh, fighter. <laughs> Former UFC heavyweight champion. Yes. Yes. It's going to be crazy. I love that. Cody's going to shite. Yeah. Yeah, we have so much in common, though. <laughs> they call themselves the lads. <laughs> uh, D'Lo Brown, now a full-time producer with Impact, and someone's written, damn it, D'Lo on it's here. It's me who wrote these. Yeah. I said, yeah. OSW yeah. were paying for this. Damn it, D'Lo. Yeah. All right. I thought he was already, that's why I got confused, because I thought, damn it, D'Lo was a joke by OSW because he was the producer of, he was a road agent at Impact. Is he now back in Impact? Is that what's happened here? Because I thought, I didn't know D'Lo had ever left. 
good question. John. He can't. No, he must have left because he can't have been there for like ten years, fifteen years. Oh. It's like the the guy in the Muppets movie. It's like, <laughs> hey, we, oh yeah, have you been here the entire time? <laughs> yeah, where have you guys been? Uh, John Cena has a lovely new haircut. He announced it in Mandarin. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He can well, speak what, did it, what did it sound like so we could take them off the nope, map? I'm not doing that one. That's a bit too far. That one. All right, cool. But he's got like the old sort of Sam Driver former haircut. Sam used to have it, didn't he? Slick back, fade on the side. That malarkey, that's good. Oh, I thought it, I didn't really. I, did he turn sideways? I thought it was just his standard old John Cena. Oh, he had his slick back, didn't he? Right. Rocking that Long tw- side burns. Rocking that 2017 Sam Driver cut. Yeah. yeah. He went, actually went to the hairdresser and went, can you have the Sam Driver, please? And he goes, he goes of course, he's got over 30,000 subscribers. I don't know who he is. Are you familiar with the shredditor? Yes, for Mauro and Ella, but the barber got confused. Because <laughs> Sam looks like Mauro. You've seen him when they put side to side. When they've got glasses on, especially. You've seen double. Uh, Four like Mauros. <laughs> oh, on that note. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now it's time for everyone's favourite segment of the week, the Hall of Fame. And in descending order, in third place, Josh Bevan. Get the Bevs in, he's not now. <laughs> I see people have been sharing our heads while that was going on. Well, were you not having a good time? <laughs> oh, dear it's me. It's not that we weren't having a good time, it's just that I don't think we understood what was going on. I thought you were doing a bit, I thought well, you were doing no a bit. joke. I just enjoyed we the song. We were waiting for the punch there. <laughs> no. oh. Lads, lads, listen to this song. It's just this nice, like, yeah, I love you. It wasn't like, that. <laughs> Cool, Ross, yep. <laughs> so yeah, people zooming in on, on our, to, what, what to do when Jack's just like, no, it's what a great idea. <laughs> no, honest, well, it's good. And even again, like the fact that you are one of the indie guys on the show or watching any wrestling now, staff is here at the ground and all this for the rest of the week. And you're like, there's this guy called Josh Beverly does music. Also, coincidentally, no. I think he runs Riptide. Yeah, he runs Riptide <laughs> as well. Like, are you going to be in the progress show on Saturday and see Jim yeah. Sporn and goes, oh, he does comedy? It's that podcast. Com- why is the comedian in the ring? <laughs> anyway, so Josh Bevan, that's 8%. What I, when, that's what I say when I see, see, when I see Dolph Ziggler. It's that comedian who does it makes us laugh. Also. Mm. Oh. Uh, Superhuman. You get out of town. He didn't win. He didn't win. 36%. Oh. But at the Defiant show... Ashley Dunn. I saw it. We went through the ladder match. <laughs> you know, possibly the last ever Defiant show this week, by the way. The SCC show. Yeah, yeah. That's what he sounded like on the video I saw. Yeah, because he was doing it, and we were going, what are you doing? Like, hope you fall. And then he's just like, whoop, whoop. We all went, oh, right. And then he missed. So, yeah. Thank you, Ashley Dunn. Uh, wasn't good enough to get him out with the edge. In third place, finishing. No, first place. Crash Team Racing, 56%. All right. Uh, let me read out a pre-planned oh, statement God. I have here. Um, I, your name, oh, that's me, uh, sometimes occasionally post things that are not <laughs> to be taken too seriously online, and I apologize for Triple Jump thinking that me posting a Simpsons reaction picture was me belittling the importance of their Crash Team Racing tournament that they are having. And we'll be airing on the Triple Jump channel. Yes. Soon. Soon. And it's an interpromotional affair. The wildcard rule is in effect. It is in effect. Jump, yeah. uh, so everybody will be there. I will not be. And I'm not salty. And I apologize for any uh, offenses caused. I wish nothing but the best of Triple Jump. So I hope that clarifies everything. I'm sure it's fine. And they won. And I'd smoke the pair of them. Anyway, uh, sorry, sorry. I, the <laughs> That's first, not funny. I'll have to do my, another uh, apology My now. first round match is a banger. It's against Owen, who I live with. Oh. Housemate Darby. All I'm going to say about my performance <laughs> is that I can never ever appear on any gaming-related thing ever again. All oh, right. What happened, Ross? I can't say. You'll have to watch, won't you? Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's the first promotion. Who was that yours we need. against? Adam Pacitti. Oh, right. 
Nice. That's all I'm going to say. I can never do anything gaming related. Oh, that's just for a football manager ever again. <laughs> that should never mind these weird punishments you do with the clown shoes or whatever. That should be it. Like beat Ross at Champ Man. <laughs> but yeah, it's even it's a one play game. Yeah, that would take a while. I remember once play six months oh, on Championship I'll Manager. See you in three years time. Live oh. stream. Yeah, I remember once, right? I need to get this off my chest. No, I'll save Go it for on. my nomination, right? That's not a problem. Well, as the winner of Oh, it's me, isn't it? Well, I've had a hard thing about this because I want to see what other people's like. Because you need you need to know what uh, the audience is thinking if you're on the same level or you're talking complete gibberish. I'm nominating Brown Sauce. Oh, no. I, I, see, Get I, out. I, I wanted to see this reaction because <laughs> I think it's better than Red Sauce. Oh. oh. Is it better than mayonnaise? No. It's not better than mustard? It's, it's not, not better than mint sauce? Oh, it's better than mustard. It's, it's not, better. Oh, not better than... Ma- not better than mint sauce. Mint sauce no, is fantastic. Mayo's... I mean, nah, because mint... Uh, nah, mayo not, is the it's top It's on the same dog. level as mayo. You in the mayo condiment world, yeah. Mint. When I go to Spoons, get me a bottle of mayo. Just on its own, I'll be happy. Mint sauce for me on a Sunday? <laughs> <Sit there. laughs> is this what you did during Crash Team Racing? <laughs> mint sauce is one for me. Like, yeah, okay. S- Sunday like, sorry, this was going to be like the World League. This is one of the, the G1 climax of condiments. <laughs> no, oh, that's just but it can be if you want. But my, pick, my pick is, is brown sauce. Daddy's. Nah, nah. It's called Daddy's because nah. it's the daddy. <laughs> and I want to see what people think. I'm not a fan. Ruins, tarnishes a bacon sandwich, yes. brown sauce. I, tomato sauce every time. Yeah. I cannot believe Sausage you're sandwich, saying that. tomato sauce every time. My mum's like yeah. you. She likes brown sauce. I'm like, what are you doing, Helen? I don't call her Helen. Helen? <laughs> I don't... Helen, Jobber's <laughs> mum, or whatever. Don't use your full <laughs> name. The only mum uses your full name to address you, but you do it to yeah. her. Helen the Jobber. Mum Jobber. <laughs> My dad calls his dad Al. I don't think they get on very well. He's like, you're right, Al. I don't know why. Oh. Just don't... I thought the cogs were taken. I thought you were going to do a you can call me Al, Joe. <laughs> Did you consider it? I would. No, 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 no. So that's my condiment. I got it. I hate that there's such a lag. I thought. It's like Skype. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's my condiment. Uh, who came second? Who did? Please. Uh, I, I watched I watched a bit of YouTube this week and saw an interview with Jimmy Havigon with that Chris Van Vliet fella. Mm. Oh, we're plugging him, aren't we? Yeah. So nice after well. seeing what Jimmy Havoc did to me, did to him kind of as well. What did he do to you? He just he made me like he just he's schoolboy. He just schooled me. He just turned up without caring the world and showed me up to be a poor interviewer, which I am. I'll, I'll admit that I'm not very good. But he came in and he saw he, he saw a, a vulnerable young man there sat next to him, shaking slightly, nervous to speak to another human being and in the person. I don't do that often outside this podcast. You know, I was a bit like Ugh, I'm shy and retiring. You know that. And then uh, he just went to town on me for the entire half hour and then just made a right mockery of my show called Straight to Hell. But Chris Van Fleet had him on his show, his talk thing, his YouTube channel. That's what they're called, his talk thing. And uh, did a good interview with him. So Chris Van Fleet has magical powers. Or I'm just really bad. But I like to think Chris Van Fleet's got magical powers. I've I've got to say, I don't think it was as bad as you. I, I think Jimmy Havoc deliberately tried to make you uncomfortable, yeah. Oh, Jimmy does that. that does oh, I know that, does. but I didn't react. Yeah, he's a dick. I just, I just, I just froze. And mm. I cringed. When I watched it back, cringed all the way through it. As I do with most of my stuff, really, but you know. Well, cringed yeah, even right. more. Yeah. Who watches this? Cringed even more, yeah. But I mean, uh, what do you know about Jimmy Havoc? Because I think you can smell it if you don't know anything about him or anything like that. What do you mean? What do I know about him? Well, before you interviewed him, were you like... I was, oh, I was familiar with him. Oh, okay, right. Oh. I didn't know he'd just turn up and be like, you know, a little... Oh, right. Little, oh. Right. But it's my fault, really. I should have reacted. Had you, had you met him before? Should have not. Should have sworn, right? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But he, he made up for that. He sort of swore about forty times on this YouTube channel that never allows swearing. 
Oh, yeah. That's not, I'm not bad-mouthing Jimmy Havoc, by the way. I'm just saying that Chris Van Vliet's a very talented, talented interviewer and should be in the cult of Holy Call of Fame. Plus, he's... I want to do stuff with him. So. <laughs> don't want to do stuff with him? I yeah, want to talk he's to him. He's a handsome man. What if, what he is if, a handsome man, but I don't want to do stuff with him. What if Chris shows up and just does exactly what Jimmy Havoc did? <laughs> <laughs> Chris, big brother, get away from me. He's like the American Simon Miller. Muscles and really nice. When they were together on the interview. Uh, I was like big brother, little brother, wasn't it? Like twins. Mm. <laughs> yeah. If you squint. Sorry, twin, <laughs> twins, the Arnold Schwarzenegger film, not Lego. Oh, right. Of course, why would you, why would you not instinctively think that? Sorry, I'm being stupid. So that's a good one, Jack. I'll just, I didn't have one prepared, so I'll just, I'll nominate uh, Thierry Henry because of what happened when I used to play football manager or championship manager, as it was, with my mate Mark when we were like 11, 12. So we went around his once. We started a file with, um, I was Barcelona, he was Real Madrid. Um, everyone, I feel, is on the spectrum somewhere and prefers either Barcelona or Real Madrid. Which one are you? No? Barcelona. Barcelona. Oh, Barcelona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Barcelona or Real Madrid? Oh, uh, uh, You don't care? But big fan of both. Mesque yeah. un club? Yeah. Yeah, but just to support your story, yeah, Real Madrid, yeah, sure. Okay. Anyway. Um, Stab now. <laughs> and at the start, like, we start obviously in the summer transfer window. Oh, it might have even been before transfer windows. And I bought Thierry Henry from Arsenal. Um, then we did a few games and stuff, went home. I came back the next weekend or whatever to play with him again. And, and we loaded up the save file. And he was like, oh, yeah. So far, has gone. I was like, what do you mean? Why is this? So he's going to, well, we're going to have to start another one. I was like, what? But I bought Thierry Henry. I was going to do really well. He was like, wouldn't happen in real life. It's unrealistic. Thierry Henry later did sign for Barcelona. And then he said, I said, why did you do that? And he said, we're 11. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. He deleted the file because I bought a player that he was, thought was too good. And oh, it would never have happened in real life. Sorry, boy. And he went, man's got to do what a man's got to do. That's not what a, a man does. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. Man's got to do what a man does. Mark is a year older than me, so he was always the more confident child growing up as well. You know when you've got an older mate who seems really cool because they're older. Oh, yeah, he's got Jimmy Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> and I just... So for, for Thierry Henry, right, I'm nominating him in honour of never being able to sign him for Barcelona, and then he would in real life like three years later. I can't believe you made deleted your save file. That Cause, is Because a, a man's got to do what a man's got to do. do. Mark, that's, that's not the, the for you. That is disgusting. Not the conduct of a man, that is it. What, what is he? Yeah, what, what is he doing now? Um, he works for End. End. He works for Barcelona. Terry Henry was boy. His name is Sylvain Wiltor. <laughs> um, no, he works for End. He's like a ah, uh, oh, he's a sort of web design creativity type. Oh no, he's doing really well. He's doing well. Oh, he's doing oh well. no, he's like I. Oh, oh, we've not fallen out. He's a nice lad. Although we Break into done. his office. Get on his computer. Sorry, I've deleted all of your files. <laughs> man's got to do what a man's got to do. In an Enrisha. <laughs> Barcelona yeah. Enrisha. Yeah. Very yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. That's one. all right. Oh, That's Lovely. You're good at story time. Cheers. Don't know why I didn't nominate Mika Aratilo from back in the day. Shout out to people who know that one. Football manager. Man. I don't think he was real. He might be real. <laughs> you know one of those yeah, football managers. Oh, he was amazing. And him and Sebastian Freebrock for me, for my Liverpool side, nice. just to tear everyone apart. Chris Van Vliet, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, back to, yeah, back to real. Back to people who want the show. Yeah. That's between Thierry Henry and Chris Van Vliet. Next time I'm really worried that's going to come across like I'm just I'm having a go at Jimmy Havoc. I'm not. It's my poor interviewing no, skills. No, I get over. I'll defend you here. I'll take the flag off you. A lot of people have said the same. That's he is right, a dick. Then. He's a, he's a, a, a self-admitted dick. If the only reason he doesn't give me a crap is it? I, I, it I get drunk, I, I'll try and kiss him on the face. It's very much on purpose. I just couldn't keep up my end of the bargain because I'm not very good. If anything, he'll respect you more if you call him out. No, I'm not going to okay, do that. Because right. yeah. something might happen. I'm not ready for that. But you're a celebrity, like, so am I. Bruise like, like a peach. Am I? I'm not. Nah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the worst you are a celebrity, don't worry. So the choices in the Hall of Fame this week are 
brown sauce. It's not to be daddy's, that was just a pun. There are other brands available. Thierry Henry, <laughs> in a very convoluted kind of way. And the man, the myth, Chris Van Fleet. Correct. And if you'd like to vote for any of those, please go to, I'm going to point to someone, this guy. Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and SmackDown. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. On recap, and now it's time for the Raw and SmackDown recap, and with the the, the Heyman Bischoff era, the era. Has maybe begun. it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know yet. Well, apparently, Heyman was there, sat next to Vince and Gorilla, but Bischoff wasn't so hands on for SmackDown. That's what the, the general consensus is. <laughs> Bischoff's already what, lagging by. <laughs> what it means, I don't know. Heyman's gonna book the socks off of Eric Bischoff. But apparently, Heyman's had influence on Raw for a bare time now. But just this new title's got everyone excited. Hmm. How? How are they considered equals for the role? Because Heyman was a book. It is one of the like the most innovative and progressive bookers ever. So is Eric Bischoff? No, he's not. He rode a motorcycle and called out Vince McMahon. <laughs> he, did, he did karate. Yeah, he did karate. Oh, I don't. See, I, I hate that, that you're thinking, like, what has Bischoff ever done? Bischoff revolutionized wrestling as we Bischoff know it. Knows. He saw something happen in Japan and nicked it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen, I'm just You know when they say winners write the history books? This is it. No, this because... Is it. Bischoff, is that all he did? Heyman didn't win either. Win? Well, no, you're right. To be fair to Bischoff, he is the only man who's had a Vince McMahon he's asked to in terms of wrestling, ever. Was That wasn't just solely down to Bischoff, though, was it? I feel like Heyman was more of a one-man creative force than Bischoff was. Mm. Didn't, weren't various people the bookers in WCW around the time? Yeah, but as a, a guy that gets stuff sorted out, Bischoff... Oh, nah, Nash. Yeah, if Nash, Nash was going to smack down, that's yeah, a, it was yeah, out yeah. of a job, all right? Nash but, is when it was dying, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Several times. It, <laughs> it was dying, and then Nash made sure to kick in the balls, make sure it was dead. <laughs> But no, Bischoff took a couple of Did he pull was... his coat when he did it? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the only thing that Nash ever did in his career was put a tear record on live TV. But yeah, Bischoff took a company that was on its ass, not uh, making any money, said, Well, why are we doing house shows if no one's going to watch us? And he goes, oh, All right, and Tom and Disney signed Hogan, got Nitro side, and then Wush. He's, if any other business, the man would be doing TED Talks, 
He, he does. Respected. He did what? Oh, does he? Oh, yeah, he's done media. Media. I agree. News and media. When he comes out and cuts a heel promo at first. Does he? I didn't I watch think... it. I just saw it on YouTube before. <laughs> I'm back. No, no one gets it. It's not wrestling <laughs> He comes out and runs down the crowd and they're all really uncomfortable and he's like, see? that was, And he uses that as like his intro. Do you do this face? I don't think every so. Every public appearance he's done over the past few years, every time he walks through the curtain, he goes... Oh, he's evil, isn't he? Oh. Don't know what it means. I find him weird. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That'll be the Daddy's a Cultaholic segment for this week. <laughs> anyway, moving on to wrestling that happened this week. Uh, Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley changed the very landscape of professional wrestling. Hey, Manira, I'm fully team Raw now, me. As they crashed through the Raw set and Corey Graves went, Hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> no, he didn't. He went, oh, S-bomb. No, yeah. S-bomb. <laughs> yeah, I've already talked about that. AJ Styles turned diddler after losing to Ricochet in the main event. So he beat Ricochet, didn't he? No, he lost. Hey, he won he... first, and then the division... Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, of course. Does yeah. my head in this, Matthew. Yeah, the two... Why are... doesn't it happen every match? Why only in certain matches, high-profile matches, is there a referee Washington Gorilla? Why don't the referees, the egotistical pricks, care about each match on the card as much as they do the next? Because just like everybody else, sometimes they show up to work and can't be. <laughs> <laughs> what, um... what WWE needs is Mike Dean. He would sort everything out. You familiar with Mike Dean? Oh, God. Yes. Celebrity ref. Nobody, celebrity ref. Nobody needs Mike Dean. No. Nobody. Uh, Pierre Luigi Colina is Uriah Rennie. Uriah Rennie. Didn't he always send off Alan Shearer? He did, yeah. He sent him off He's twice. He's hated in Newcastle. Yeah. Shearer, right? Aston, Aston Villa at home. 99-2000 season. First right. home game of the season. Shearer's backing in. Shield, you know. Try As he does. Classic vintage. Ch- vintage. Try vintage Shearer. Shearer. With the enormous shirt. Try to chest the bow. <laughs> the shirt that no. makes him look five foot six and lose pretty big. <laughs> Shearer's not. Hey, Shearer's. He opened the Pegswood <laughs> sports court, right? <laughs> Is he not tall? He's not. He's, he must be about five foot ten. Really? If, if a bit shorter. He's, oh, he's I was deceptively like tall. Six foot? Nah, he's deceptively tall. Well, he's shorter now because he hasn't gone yet. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, Shearer's backing in. No elbows are going. He's just, you know. Holding his man Wingspan. off. Wingspan. Uriah Rennie sends him off at St. James's Park. Whoa. The ball's on Uriah Rennie. Whoa. Huge. Anyway, <laughs> this is related to Rob. They should have VAR, though. Wrestling. Just yeah. let VAR ruin everything in the world ever. <laughs> have you been watching the Women's World Cup? Oh, my God. Oh. oh. A toenail's offside now, and that's offside, apparently, Matthew. I mean, it I is. mean, it is technically correct. It is, yeah, but it's but... A, how correct do you need to be? <laughs> we, we only like it when it's helping us. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Ryan Reilly beat down the US champion and stood tall with Gallows Anderson. It's all right. What? It's all right. So talking about, uh, just, we've moved on. From I think we moments. needed to actually move on from that. I, I do apologise. There was some sub editing there. <laughs> uh, yes. So the not Bullet Club are back together, and it's great because Gallows and Anderson have been losing every match since this little things happened, which is actually uh, in the continuity of Raw because. Revival lost every match they had and they got a title game, so that <laughs> actually makes sense so that makes sense because I forget Styles is on Raw most of the time But now he's I'm been ready. injured recently to be fair no, but I think, you got, I think you got a bit stale as a baby face me I thought it played its course and it was time for a change mm. yeah. enough was enough and it was time yes. for a change well enough is enough Joe choked out Kobe Kingston in a six man tag alongside the Viking Raiders oh yeah I've written something weird here strengthening his claim on the WWE title that sounds quite Game of Thrones. Apologies. Yeah, I, do, I thought strengthening his My lord, he strengthened his claim on it. It's just a bit, you know what I mean? He's taken Kingston in a six-man pack <laughs> yeah. in Delaware, wherever the hell they were. Send a raven to his family. You know, it's like that sort of crap. Yeah, no, good. I like Samoa Joe being yeah. a dick. Because you've instantly forgotten the fact that he lost a ricochet clean as a whistle. Yeah. So He's great. So he should good. just. He should take it, shouldn't he? Oh, if I don't want to lose it, the feud. If somebody has to, it should be him. There's right. nobody else, like, sort of. 
Because Kevin Owens is now a baby face we'll get on to later on. For no reason, yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch defeated Mike and Maria Kanellis. Oh, yeah. Maria announced that she's pregnant to avoid wrestling Becky. She rated Mike and told him that she's surprised he could impregnate her. <laughs> that was very Kevin Owens. The Undertaker. <laughs> because he's a weak man. Uh, she also said that the only man in the match is Becky Lynch and that next time maybe she'll ask Becky to impregnate her. Which I don't think people should take too literally. I know I can see there's a question mark at the end of this. Yeah, I don't think she was too serious there. But it was it was still a very bizarre thing to say. Yes, the whole thing. Imagine was very when bizarre. those ch- those two kids they've got washed that back in <laughs> years to come. Imagine being Mike and Maria having to explain that. I think they will be able to explain it quite easily by the news. And this should have been in the <laughs> Hall of Fame this week, unless I had the thing about daddies. Right. So Maria Canales plays the game. Oh, is she? this them being the, like Jeff Jarrett? Remember Jeff Jarrett was pregnant in 99 no, but, <laughs> but yeah so they, they sign new deals because Dewey is trying to sign whoever they can right now because everyone wants to jump ship Was it ship. five years? Five I years. believe Ooh. it was five years I've I've seen, think, I think the ink was still wet on the contract <laughs> and they went oh yeah by the way I'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> You've been absolutely done Vince <laughs> The best thing is though the first when they joined WWE, then she got pregnant straight away. Yeah. So mm. they signed the big contracts initially. I presume they're big con- bigger than what they had before. I guess well, bigger than what Evolve was given. You well, know. you know what I mean. Big, big in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Pregnant, signed a new one. Pregnant. I saw the phrase. So actually got three for the price of two. <laughs> I saw the phrase "carny as piss" thrown about on Twitter. Oh. I th- I, that's the sort of poo housery I'm here for. I like. I think. Hey, you know what? I didn't them. care about either of them, but I love them now. Yeah. Fair play. Maria needs to have Triple H's theme. <laughs> she knows how to play the game. <laughs> and this was so weird, such a weird segment, and I think obviously directly referencing this, but also it was weird because I saw people go, it was just cook everywhere. Aha, Mike the cook. Cook, cook, where's the cook? We want the cook. I'm like, I was under the impression that Cook Olden was when, I believe it was a term in uh, certain weird circles, where I would watch... Like, if I was an Asian chip with Jack, I would watch Jack get it on with you, and I was and a cook. Would... But it wasn't necessarily a negative thing, because I knew. And then it's become this weird term that's evolved. Because the only reason I bring this up was, I knew somebody who was a, not a professional cook, but <laughs> he would get paid to <laughs> go to houses with people's consent, obviously, and for people who couldn't get it up. Right. I couldn't think of a polite way of saying that, right. I'm sorry. And he'd, he'd give him the business. Yeah, give him a bit of blue chew uh, whilst the other person watched because they couldn't do that to their spouse. And this person was this paid his way through from? university doing this. And I thought it was worth bragging because I how think much it's amazing. You, how much did you make on like a weekly basis? Oh, I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but it was enough. I meant you, but all right, it was a little, little joke. Oh, sorry. No, that's fine. I beg your pardon. And, you know, because he, he was just very virile. I actually Henry K, wasn't too picky as I found out. Well, kind he of did s- have a cock like, as my mate said, a Final Fantasy boss. I- so <laughs> Does that mean very big? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, I've got the script for Fighter Fest here. I actually know the answer if you want to know the etymology of the word cuckold. Oh, please. I think we should educate the audience. So, cuckold is a term uh, which was used back in, like, Italian, like, Renaissance plays and stuff. Oh, hey, wow, basically was it? Mean, basically meaning, like... Um, cuckoldy. Basically meaning, like, you're a cuckold because you know what cuckoos do, the birds? They're, like... They'll, like Not really. They'll, Cuckoo. They'll, they'll, like... They're, like... <laughs> In the people's way. Like, I think they like invade another nest of a different bird or something like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, so if you're a cuckold in in like the sort of olden days, that's literally the term for a man whose wife has committed adultery, right? Oh. Then it became a, a term for the fetish. 
then it's become more of like a social justice kind of negative slur about people who are, you know, left wing and stuff. Right. So, yeah, that's what I think. So it was like, hi, yeah. you cook. I'm like, well, so there's, no. <laughs> there's your lessening cuckoldery by me. The I think what, a great, <laughs> what a great episode of Cuckoldery. <laughs> I think people were saying that because Maria was sort of tantalizing the idea that somebody else got her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So people are thinking, oh, she's gone behind Mike's back and done the dirty. Yeah. But the fact, like, Mike was like, well, no. It was, it was just belittling him because she realized, oh, God, I'm out somewhere on 205 Live. <laughs> anyway, the Street Profits turned up in two backstage promos. That first one was, was deliberate. Yeah. I'm convinced it was Oh, the deliberate. deliberate mistake. It was supposed yeah. to be one of those, like, oh, did I just say what I thought I saw there? Was that some, nah, nah. Nah. let's get on Twitter and go, oh, did you see that? I think, it was I, I think you're giving these people way no, too much credit, but that's Paul fine. Heyman. Paul Heyman they were posing. No, but when I put it in my video series, it'll be a mistake. <laughs> uh, that I wish saw them annoy Paul Heyman until he left. Excellent. Yeah, I thought it was good. It, it set the scene for them, like, hey, what have you go look? He went, no. No, we don't do that. Well, like, oh, good. I'd have liked to have seen them do something, not even a match, just have an in-ring segment, but, you know, still fine. But wait, is this a thing now where, like, a PWG, uh, PWG can't book anybody without the re-signing them to NXT. NXT can't put the tag titles on anybody without the <laughs> <more> title. <laughs> Uh, Drake Maverick defeated R-Truth, become 24-7 champion, taking the title along with him on his honeymoon. His wife was not happy. No. She was in the Mae Young Classic, the first one. I never knew that. Oh. I saw it on Reddit. I, I didn't know that either. She what? was one of the... She got knocked out in the first round, I think, by maybe Candice LeRae. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, R-Truth and Drake killing it, as always. Mm. Undertaker showed up to confront him. <laughs> he said a lot of words, but he said bugger all at the same time. Still don't know why he... He, he came back to help Roman Reigns. We know that he, Roman Reigns yeah. didn't call him, but we don't know why it happened. No, Undertaker cooked Roman here. Am I getting it right? Because <laughs> he said, like, I really care about Roman. Shane McMahon. I'm going to at the fall, bro. <laughs> Sorry. But, like, yeah, he's like, like, me and you, Shane, we go way back, whatever. Um, it, it seemed to be like that. We're, we're going to do Shane McMahon not to take her again. I hope, it <laughs> I hope it's built towards Drew retiring and me. That's, yeah. that's the best way out of it, surely. Drew McIntyre will retire before Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, I mistakenly thought, I said on Graded that um, it, Drew was scared of Taker. It was just Shane who was scared of Taker and he was holding Drew back, which is fair enough. But um, my least favorite part of this segment was when Undertaker went... You may be the best in the world, Shane, in this world. So why is Undertaker acknowledging Undertaker that Shane's the best in the world? The best yeah. in, the world yeah. in this world. Even Undertaker has to put over how yeah. virile Shane McMahon is. But he's like... You're really good at punches, Shane. <laughs> if I but were. I'm the best, pure striker. He used to say that every week about Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, like, but I'm going to send you to a realm where you're just going to be festering souls and... Just basically, he said their two o five. He said their souls aren't going to rest in peace. Oh, because he's going to. It was them. something, something, something. Get back. Oh, rest in peace. Not going to rest in peace for all yeah. eternity. They're going to be in pain and misery. And, noise. and so are we watching it and <laughs> and noise. Miz beat Elias in a two out of three falls. Blah blah blah. Lacey Evans beat Natalia with help from blah 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 blah. Carmella beat Alexa and said blah blah blah. But then Nikki beat Carmella to avenge. Yeah, that was weird. Um, <laughs> any thoughts on these amazing segments? That I thought I've taken away from this week that Nikki Cross is getting over like they intended Bailey to get over back in the day on the main roster. Sean Ross Sapp says the same thing. Did he really? He did. Well, there we go then. Great that's, that's a bloody. That's this a... isn't an essay. We'd have to put our references <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> no, I'm not saying he stole it. I'm just saying that that's that's. No, a, that was I my mean, original thought. That enough. came from my very own brain. Yeah, that one there. Fair my brain. They pointed at. <laughs> Like wrestlers do. 
And uh, it was weird, though, that... Actually, we'll go on the SmackDown. Kevin Owens is now inexplicably a babyface again. No, he's not. Yeah, who He's sick this? of Dolph Ziggler, and he's right. turned babyface. It's a perfectly legitimate reason, because <laughs> I'm sick of Dolph Ziggler as well. Yeah. I can't believe we're two weeks now removed from his latest loss. Kevin Owens murdered him two times more, yet he was still peddling the same old sugar, honey, ice, and tea. Well, no, I don't mind... Lovely. Aye. Um, <laughs> I, I don't mind Ziggler... Excuse me. I don't mind Ziggler coming out there and being delusional, saying, it should have been me. It's when, like last week, he went, it should be me. And WWE management agrees with me. It's like, what? But now know. he's coming out this week, it just sounds like a, a whining, whining get. It's like, oh, that, that's fine. There was no that's way back for Kevin Owens said to him, though. Oh, that, I mean, was Owens amazing. that was amazing. I've got, it's, no, Owens it's, ended his I career. I think it's the next sentence, actually. Oh, okay. He mocked Shane McMahon on the KO show for being scared of The Undertaker and absolutely tore into Dolph Ziggler when he came up. It should have been you eight years ago. Then it was kind of. Then it went away. <laughs> then it was kind of. <laughs> so good. Oh. It's like, in our house, we call Dolph Ziggler Fallout 4 because he sucked ever since 2014. Oh. I've never played Fallout. God, I, guess yeah, I bet you're glad you're watching I'll this. I guess it was good. People might laugh at home. In the we main... should have a laughter track. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would make you feel better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just yeah, we're doing laughter track. Oh. It's still this because the guy doing laughter track. like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> In the main event, Heavy Machinery beat Owens and Ziggler to get added to the SmackDown tag title match Extreme Rules. And then Owens hit Ziggler with the stunner, which they used to do with Defiant Wrestling before it died this week. R.I.P. Defiant Wrestling. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, if it is, if it is, I, they've not said it's the last show, but I'll be sad if it's Oh, yeah, not. it's weird. Defiant Wrestling had a show, and it was a pay-per-view, thankfully not a bunch of loaded tapings. I went on for nine hours. Uh, it was a it was very good... Built, so, it to, was a, built to destroy! Yeah, it was built, it was built to destroy, and... It's also uh, Triple H's plan for the UK soon. And <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was actually fun. I mean, I've been joking, but it was a fun show. Crowd were dead as whatever, but there was lots of nice people on the show. And if it is the, la- the end, thank you very much for all your service. Uh, That's all right, Matthew. It- you're welcome. We were part of that for a long time. Oh, I see. Right, right. <laughs> no, we invented that promotion, we did. Adam Pacini That's right. founded and it. And I want to say this. At the very end, uh, David Starr uh, beat Rampage for the title to end that storyline. Great, and people were very happy to see David Starr win. And it was like, okay, thank, thank you very much for coming. And then it started playing a video on the screen. And of course, the first thing to do, it, it's it's Pachiti. It's like the history of... Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the history of Defiant Wrestling slash uh, World Culture Pro Wrestling. But the first thing is, I, I'm, I would like to announce the arrival of... <laughs> and everyone went, Pachiti's back! Like, they just did a coup that signed him. Like, yeah! Oh, 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 it's a retrospective, right, okay. So that, that was the highlight of the night. <laughs> And cheese back and big demo. Demo Kofi and Joe have a great promo segment. Oh, this was the highlight of the week easily, where Joe accuses Kofi of playing the nice guy but using the fans and also his friends. Says Woods will be his hype man and butler forever. Joe goes after Kofi's family, but Kofi was expecting that. Joe demands a handshake and he promises he won't get him until Extreme Rules. Kofi gives him the finger instead, and it's to run paradise. <laughs> it says Austin, Austin, Austin. Yeah, because uh, yeah. What? I thought what? Kofi came out of this looking like a bit of a, a bit of a knob. No, he got the wrong. What? End, he got the wrong end of the stick, didn't he? Joe was like, Kofi, yeah, I'll beat you up and kill you unless you shake my hand now. Not that bit. The bit before, when bit. Joe was like, "You're all about the acts of benevolence and uh, whatever he said from Xavier and Biggie." And he was like, "Well, I'll tell you, just like I've told everybody else, I've won all of my matches on my own." That's not what Joe was saying. Joe was saying you get put in these matches just because of someone else's kindness. Mm. I thought that was really... Uh, I thought that was weak from Kofi, me. I, I think you're looking at it because Kofi shouldn't be nice to this guy after he's attacked him several times and choked him out. But he just answered a different question what he asked. Ans- what he asked is what I'm saying. But I like doing that as well. 
but no, I think this was great for Kofi because he's he's doing all this the Bret Hart type. I think it was like, good. I'm a nice guy, but you know, I'll shake your hand if you're nice to me. But if you come at me, I'll come at you as well. Respect is earned. You big get. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hyped for this. Uh, and again, we I'm not sure if they did it like deliberately on purpose, but it was censored in a bunch of other countries. Um, like what on YouTube? Oh Christ! Bloody! That's the power of the flipping the bird. That <laughs> careful. I'm sorry that people listen to the audio version of that. Uh, Ross just hit the microphone for no reason. <laughs> Alright, calm down, man. Uh, Nikki Cross took over a moment of bliss. The guest was Bailey, and she furthered the storyline of Alexa manipulating and lying to Nikki. The bear had a match, which Bailey won quickly. Which doesn't make a lot of sense, because surely the storyline only works if Nikki Cross is able to beat Bailey. Oh, yeah. Oh, crap. But then if Bailey beats... It's like, oh. Have they forgotten what this, where this was going? Uh, yeah. Okay. Someone knocked on Alistair Blackstone. We don't know who yet. These are awful. These are so stupid. I like what he says in them. Oh, sorry. In this very well-spoken man. Yeah, but he's he's saying crap really well. But like the the crux of it is, if you want to fight somebody, just go to the middle of the ring instead of <laughs> sit, sitting in a dark closet. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait here. <laughs> no, you come in here. You knock on my. Oh my god. Uh, oh wait, what do you play? What do you call the game where you knock? If you're a kid, don't do this in a dog. Knock your nine doors. I'll knock your nine, nine doors. Nine that nine was nine. it. All right, okay. Not, that knock your danger door. Knock and don't run. That's the posh boy version. Yeah, yeah I heard that one as well. Knock and don't run. Knock your nine doors is what it was oh, called. Right, well, Never well, did it myself. Like. That was ever. It was thrown in there, two cents of what it should be called. Shelton Benjamin turned weird. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Yeah, I have no idea where that's going. The Shelton thing's very strange. He's no, he knows Lesnar's cashing in. That is was that a, it? the green background. I don't know. Well, he's Lesnar's mate. <laughs> wow, yeah, you yeah, yeah, say there's yeah, some background. Yeah. Wow, okay. The green, that's hard. I saw someone was saying, because <laughs> Matt, Matt Hardy called him sent, uh, Senior Benjamin. <laughs> they reckon yep. that now, because he's a bit older, he is now going to become Senior Benjamin. <laughs> and that was the first. Could you imagine? <laughs> it, was a bit of a, it was a bit of a Senior Benjamin facial expression, actually. It was very Matt Hardy. Yeah. Oh, no. Actually, I don't know where the hell it's going, but I'm intrigued. You can't yes. have... Let's say fake Diesel. <laughs> fake Senor Ben. <laughs> Who plays Rebby? Um, Mickey James. Sasha Banks. <laughs> <when she comes laughs> yeah. oh. oh, that was the hilarious thing. She's on the show, kind of, on SmackDown, because they do that advert and advert. She's on that weird um, mobile phone commercial. Oh, the universe one, where you can build your own roster. Oh, no. oh she's also on that as well. But someone was like, she's doing a fake advert, and then the... The mobile phone things like, hey, who hasn't got good coverage? I'll beat you up, whatever. But she's there. I'm like, yeah, but she's not on SmackDown. <laughs> anyway, uh, someone knocked. Daniel Bryan beat Big E. Good match. Lots of grandstanding, lots of reaction. Ember Moon beat Mandy Rose. Yeah, she did. And Andrade beat Apollo Crews. Oh, yeah. Who apparently have been feuding. <laughs> have they? News to me. <laughs> Corey Graves is like, this match is, or whatever was happening in the match is a microcosm of this rivalry. For those who watch SmackDown and don't blink, these guys have been feuding. Like, all right. And what else happened? Uh, Big Joe from Rise was in CGW and represented. Oh, I was in Rise Wrestling. Wrestling. Sorry, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I thought you meant Joe Biggs. Yeah, right. Um, Big effing Joe. Big effing Joe. The Deathmatch Man. He did. I uh, Casanova Van Time beat him, but just want to give a shout out to the UK guys doing that. Uh, Progress are doing Newcastle. Fog on the tune. Prog on, Prog the on the time. Fog on the tune, John. <laughs> Oof. Swing and a miss. And so I'll be exciting. Getting Eddie Kingston versus Valda. Big. 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 I mean, Oof. Eddie Kingston's never, ever going to win, but... A lot of meat there. It's going to be great. 
And Eddie Kingston's man, I can't believe I'm going to see Eddie Kingston. In my I'm, hometown. Right. Man, I've never seen him before. I'm going to ask him if he can kill me again. <laughs> and <Cook>. Country Rusco. <laughs> <Cook. laughs> uh, yeah, anything else? Um, NXT UK had the download thing again. It was like the second week of the download. Oh, show. yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. The main event was uh, Grizzled Young Vets versus Mustache Mountain. Yeah. It looked like Mustache Mountain were actually going to win the belts back at download, but then Inves- Imperium yep, crashed the, the ring, and then they handcuffed Tyler uh, Trent Seven to the corner and then made him watch as they chucked Tyler Bate into the ring post, yeah. and then they all posed on the apron as their music played, and you could just hear Trent handcuffed still going, Tyler! <laughs> Tyler! Hey, Tyler! <laughs> so good. Uh, and Norm Dar attacked Kenny Williams back- backstage in a field yeah. and rubbed his face yeah, in the mud. Yeah, he did. You're, just, you're, you're a dafty. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yep, they get them up. And uh, <laughs> Viper beat Ripley. Yes. Good. <laughs> good. She's cancelled forever. Good. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for the wrestling. Going once, going twice. Next segment. Let's have a run in our mail. Bags. <laughs> and now it's time for everyone's favorite summer. The mailbag. Mail Let's see if you can get Matthew. He's had a, a full cup full of gorilla head. Uh, a fine Thursday to you. <laughs> Audio listeners going to be very confused. Oh, yeah. That, sorry, that's a Newcastle expression. Uh, a fine <laughs> Thursday to you. Oh, no. They know it's Thursday now? Yeah, they know. Oh, this guy's a fine in, Friday to you. This guy's oh, that's in, nice. This guy's in the know. He's, yeah. a, he's an insider. We'll have him killed. <laughs> Over the summer, I am working as bar staff in music festivals and recently worked download. While watching NXT UK this week, I nod in agreement with Mr. Gibson and clapped as he called the crowd sweaty goths and insulted the music I had to endure for three days. Sweaty what? Goths. Got goths. I try to do the Liverpool thing. <laughs> sweaty goths. As I sit here today, still with no feeling in my big toes, I had a connection to this insult and cheered him on with what I can only describe as pure, vindicated passion. Has there ever been a crowd rundown or insult you've agreed with more than usual and stands out from the rest? If so, why? All the best, Andrew Irvine from Glasgow. Well, I mean, sorry, pal, that you had to go to a music festival and listen to the music that they're playing at the music festival. <laughs> I Just knew saying. you were going to get annoyed by him running down the goths. <laughs> yes. The bloody goths. I used to be one of them. <laughs> anyway, so that's a good question. Though. When you've heard a, a yeah. wrestler run down the crowd and you've gone, yeah, the wrestler's right, uh, uh, it's been a few. Actually. I know I need to think of one in particular, but there is sometimes the heels do make the best points. Yeah, especially Gibson. Yeah, he's great. Every every heel promo he did a five star. I was like, yes, he's right. By the way, did you see? Oh the, God, why did we not nominate him? Yeah, we should have done the guy who made the desire video <laughs> for five star wrestling. He made it look a bit too good. I know. <laughs> Looked like a good promotion. Well, yeah, because it was because he had the comic sans. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, every good. He's like, oh, good. it's all the good bits. All the good bits. Oh, should have been the bit when RVD kicked his own partner <laughs> in Grey Doton, started laughing. When the last ever show, when only one of the tag champions remembered to bring the belt, couldn't find the other one. He, he put in the hair right at the end, as Ross pointed out. The two, the two final. He saved the best of last. The English lion raising the belt and sl- oh god, goosebumps. A tear in my eye. <laughs> Off the top of my head, though, the I didn't see it, but the story that I forget who tells it. In Carino or something when the Iron Sheik was wrestling I think Duggan in Canada and so Duggan's like come on oh, crowd oh USA crowd USA and Iron Sheik gets a mic and goes why you chant the USA you're Canadians the entire crowd just goes silent <laughs> 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 oh yeah right um, stuff that comes to my mind is anything Daniel Bryan said this year yeah it's a good one <laughs> good. yeah 
I liked when, not the pipe bomb, but the one he did after that with Vince in the ring. Oh, no, it was during the pipe bomb. What do you mean? And those of you trying to cheer me and be clever, you're exactly part of the issue as well. You're yeah, I wish everyone who imitated CM Punk for the next 10 years remember that bit. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, but there's been a few. Owens usually raises good points. I like it. Wasn't oh, so Owens much, had some really good points. It wasn't so much a crowd put down, but it was during his feud with John Cena when he was like, my son loves you and I hate that. That sort of that stuff. Was it was great. It wasn't like a crowd put down. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one time in CGW, Kevin's team was wrestling, and he just had a match. He was like, he had the main event. He was like, oh, and I'll see you guys next month in the triple threat. Crowd's making absolutely no noise whatsoever. And he just goes, you know what? You know, you guys should go online and go to like pwg.com and buy PWG DVDs to see what a real crowd sounds like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, just saying. <laughs> crowd are making any noise whatsoever. They're like suddenly then like boom. Yeah. <laughs> Game the Kobe Kingston. Uh, dear colleague podcast guys, hello, long-time listener, first-time commenter. After seeing the build-up and possible culmination of Robbie Eagles versus Will Ospreay at Southern Showdown, I guess is the promoter uh, asking this uh, question, I started thinking about feuds well, and storytelling. Personally thought they executed brilliantly and wondered if there were any feuds or storylines in particular that stand out to you guys from this year. If not, is there one feud that you would like to see this year? One that comes to me is Danny Bryan and Covey Kingston which I thought was absolute class. Cordially yours, Stephanie, in brackets, not the McMahon. Oh, well, thank you for clarifying, <laughs> Stephanie. Uh, I bet yeah, it is. So go on, I'm not sure you've got something to say about I've got one for the Willow. Fu- I've got one for the future. Oh, go on. Um, Cody, MJF, can't wait for that. When it eventually kicks off, hopefully it does, because MJF's just... <sighs> it is almost weird having MJF as being Cody's friend when he's... Salt uh, of the earth, that kid. They both started from the... Started from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got me was the the B in the Elite where he invited him around to a barbecue and then he he left loads of bit of spare food and Cody's like, I'm just going to run back inside for a second and MJF went to give it to the dog, to Pharaoh, and then just ah, threw it away. unacceptable, that. You can't do that. Don't do that what with a, Pharaoh. What a dick. Uh, speaking of feuds that have been going well this year in Indie World, Volta versus David Starr. <laughs> it's a very good feud. With the storyline basically being every time he wrestles him, no matter which company it is, the Defiant, OTT, Dubek Stub, I think progress. Um, he doesn't win. No, he can't beat him. He can't beat him. Well, of course, he's seven foot tall. <laughs> he's like a huge man. Yeah, he's both there. But then now they're turning this other thing. So OTT had uh, Russell Rama three, I believe. Yes. And yeah, Star actually looked like he had Volta beat. Like, oh my God, he actually beat him. Then John Dev- a huge, huge pop for the crowd. And then Devlin came out and goes, nice, nah, foot was on the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no, and then he beats him. And then, and that, that has been. Because they're, they're turning into other feuds now and integrating other stuff. It's I hope he never beats him. <laughs> That's another good one, um, Star and Devlin. That video oh, package yeah. was amazing. Yeah. And it led. It all started when like Devlin actually was about to beat Walder, and Star couldn't deal with his best friend beating the man that he couldn't yeah. beat, so he pulled the ref out or something, or maybe Devlin himself. It's a great story. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Don't quote me. Yeah, very good. Yeah, in WWE though, because I'm sure there's lots of people want to hear our wrestling opinions. Uh, Riddle Goldberg. Yes. Oh God. That yes. needs that needs to happen. You are the worst wrestler, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> family laughing in the background. <laughs> um. Oh God, yeah. Come on, it's gonna be something. The tag thing. team war between uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet and Gargano and Champa. That was a particular highlight for me. Uh, used to uh, used to love those series of matches back in the day. Uh, uh, yeah. Ultimate uh, 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 sarcasm. All oh, right. You didn't get that? I thought you meant on NXT. No, oh, the yeah, main roster, main oh, roster right, when they oh. first arrived. Just put them in the tag teams, didn't they? Mm. Pissed away three years of storyline in one of the teams. Um, yeah, it's great. 
in NXT, there's been... Um, Dream and... Yes, it was Dream. Uh, uh, what's his name? Breeze. Yes. Shirai and Yeah, that's been really good. Apparently, oh, yeah. in this week's... Oh, was that on this week's one? Uh, Shirai swore in Japanese. Apparently, Whoa. she said the F word in Japanese. I don't need F and Kairi anymore, or something like that, she says. F her Shocking. in Japanese. Mm. I thought she always said F her in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess, I guess when they were training up the curse words, NXT got the F words. That's nice. Yeah, I got it from earlier. Yeah, because yeah. they can actually swear on 205 Live because no one's watching. <laughs> hey, guys. Sorry, total joke. Hey, guys. I was sitting in my bedroom watching the Monday Night Raw in 2017. I saw an advertisement for the next segment, the Festival of Friendship. I immediately thought to myself that Owens was going to turn on Jericho. No, he didn't. When this ended up happening, it made the moment less shocking for me due to the fact that I was positive that it was going to happen. I found this to be... The case also when Dean Ambrose turned heel on Rawlins. What, if they won the tag titles? Yeah. All right. I even said out loud, imagine if he turns right now, I bet he will. So my question is, have you guys ever had a gut feeling like this when some sort of relatively shocking moment wrestling was going to happen before it does? Keep up the great work. Mason Derulo from San Antonio. It was just oh, what are you doing? It was just Mason, but I added Derulo for my own amusement. What's Derulo mean? Though? Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Right, it's one of your music then. likers. Thing. No, everyone knows Ross. Jason Derulo. I'm aware of Jason Derulo. About 10 years ago, I had a few hits. What was one of his hits? Um, Talk dirty to me. Oh, was that him? And also, ooh, he's riding, riding solo. Oh, that was him as well. Riding oh, solo. Right. Riding solo. Um, I get in the patan, a bit of patan, a bit of patan, solo. I'm riding solo. What was it? What was the other big one? Oh, he did ride. Oh, we had two good. Oh, all right, song. No, you had. No. What was it? I got the sheets on the floor, nothing to me. Oh, girl, you're the one. I want to want me no that actually something yeah. and he's now booking Riptide Wrestling <laughs> oh god and right. it's out the park <laughs> sorry I know these songs but I don't know who they are it's all by Mason Derulo oh okay thank you I just put he's just, called, he's just called Mason okay thank you Mason. Cheers, Mason thank you for all the songs <laughs> and so the question is any bits that you know that was coming then it happened I mean I can't think of any you're a very clever boy though yeah Mason. wow you're doing <laughs> Do you want a job? Um, I'll, I'll, it's it's amazing when just from the, when we used to work with WCPW and stuff. It's amazing when you know something shocking is going to happen, and you're waiting, you're watching it from the crowd, and you're like, can't wait, can't wait to see what happens here. The one I remember most is when I think I'm going to say. Oh, you're going to say? Do you think I was going to say Pachitti and Kirby? No. I was going to say when Henry turned on Kurt Angle. No. Oh, what did you think? The Oh, Christ, what's her name? The, the tag team that was in Defiant Wrestling. Oh, Prospect. Yes. Sometimes a prosper becomes a legend. Yeah. yeah. When they teased, like, ha-ha, I'm not turn you. Leaves. Because the bank turns on him. Yeah. <laughs> they did, like, the old double champa gogana. Um, the... Oh, wait a minute. I'm caught. Anything's like, you know what's going to happen. How could I forget this? Not, not much enough this podcast. When Ric Flair turned on Sting <laughs> at Halloween Havoc 1995, <laughs> where everybody in the entire world, even those that didn't watch wrestling, knew that Flair was going to turn on Sting. Apart from Sting. Yeah. <laughs> I had an inkling with that one. I was about three at the time as well. Uh, uh, suck. Yeah, yeah. Jack the Jobber when he was three years yeah. old. I knew. His first memory. Watching <laughs> <laughs> Sting, even then he's like, Little kid mommy, with Sting mommy, face paint. I'm like, no. Mommy, why is Sting stupid? <laughs> <laughs> she thinks I'm being the bloke from the police. She's like, I don't know. Sorry, that was dreadful. It's okay. I'm not the racist today. You're not the racist today. Oh, God. Kind of are, really. Uh, 
Um, have you got any you want to throw into the ring? I said a, a great one. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. waiting for your I can't uh, think of contribution. Any. I'm shocked all the time, me. I'm shocked when I wake up sometimes. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> What a, pleasant, <laughs> what a pleasant surprise. I'm here again. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anything? Wow, what a great... Uh, I want to do, do, do one good. last one for me. So. Go on, one, one good one. Send us home. <sighs> um, I knew that Go on. Mark Henry wasn't retired. No, I didn't. I didn't have a No one knew. No one knew. No. No, it was a good question, though. Cheers, Mason. Great. Well, thank you very much, Mason and all the people. And I do check your names three times now before I read them out. <laughs> uh, but if you would like to send a question or attempt to make me look stupider than I already do, please, please, please send them to... Mailbag at cultaholic.com There was a funny name in the mailbag today, but I couldn't include the question because I'd already chosen three. But there was a guy who signed it off as uh, Jafar from Aladdin. Just Jafar from Aladdin. Bit contrived, that one. Not as bad as last week's, though. What was it? A bra for me tits. <laughs> That's what it was, wasn't it? Something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that was right. Yeah. But it Fer- was like. Fermi tits. First one was like, okay, maybe it looks fun. But the second, the only way to make that work is right, me tits. <laughs> it's like, no, come on. <laughs> That's time for Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. So good, they made a candy of it. And this week we have plenty of selections, but I think we'll go with uh, Rafa B in China. Oh, God. Uh, it's gone from bad to worse, Matthew, because just before I came in the office, Iosi Perez. Is he gone? The top goal scorer oh, for the past right, two years yeah. is gone. James Smallman's going to get booed when he, he's a Leicester fan. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Ron Don's not there. 52.3% of Newcastle's goals from last season is no longer there. Big hoss. Big Hoss is going to lead the line. Who the hell's Big Hoss? Hossily. Oh. You don't even know. Oh, God. He's your top striker now. Nobody calls oh. him that. <laughs> he's big, big Hoss. I thought he was pretty big. He's not a target man. He's a big man, but nobody yeah. calls him that. Everyone oh, just yeah. shouts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've signed two goalkeepers. Southern AFC. Awesome. So, yeah, but Newcastle's the equivalent to Impact losing the Hardy Boys. So let's go with, yeah, Rafa B. China. Thank you very much for sticking the mic in there. <laughs> um, Heyman or Bischoff? Are you got a city in China? Just China. Just, just China. Just China. Fair enough. It's got a VPN. I know it begins uh, with a D. It's like Diwali or something, isn't it? I can't Diva- remember. That's anyway. a Hindu religious holiday. I was going to say, uh, Paul Heyman or Eric Bischoff? Eric Bischoff? Paul Heyman. Oh. That was a great segment. <laughs> so why do you say Eric Bischoff over him? Because he's the only man in wrestling ever. That is, beat Vince McMahon, had his own game. Yeah. We did just say this earlier, right? 83 weeks. It was 83 weeks, but when you think about how long 83 weeks is, it's quite a long time, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, and against Heyman, he did it all by the book. He didn't steal any music. He paid paid most people on time. I know he used to like firing people via emails and FedEx and whatnot, Uh but he didn't do anything dirty, did he? Until you say something now. <laughs> Bishop didn't do anything there. Fans, if you're even thinking about changing the channel. <laughs> oh, even, that's even before, a, that's even before a the one with Foley. Even if he's doing it at 95, he's like, just let you know, oh, was it? Shawn Michaels beats beats the big man, meaning Sid, with the with three kicks that wouldn't get him a white belt in his life. <laughs> karate dojo. Stick here, fans, it's live. Nothing dirty about what Bishop did at all. Hey, that was not illegal, though, is it? 
No, despite Vince Man's protest. Not like stealing air Ted. Not like stealing music and stuff like that. Stealer! Damon insists that they had uh, an agreement where they got paid to use, I think it was EMI or some of the music label. Which is why they were all from the same band and label at one point. Mm. So, But they didn't, did they? Well, he did, but like that wasn't something that he was going to pay up for for the network or anything like that. Oh, they actually, I thought the, the thing was he used to just play music and just go, oh, I'll be fine. I think people have said that as a joke, but other people say, no, he did have one. Oh, like, fair enough. Well, t- retract that. I'll retract that statement. That's fine, but he's still picking Bishop. <laughs> I'll still pick That's Bishop. That's fine. I'll pick Heyman because he saw music. I think if Heyman had the resources and the position of Eric Bischoff, he would have beaten Vincent Mann for more weeks. I think he's more talented than Bischoff. Yeah, but surely everyone says that. If I had a million pounds, I'd, I'd show Rafael to whatever. <laughs> you know. I think that Heyman's... I think they're both fantastic on-screen characters, but Heyman's a better one as well. I oh, think, I don't know. Bischoff, oh, I was say, man. I think Bischoff was good. Did I think Heyman's like one of the best talkers no. ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he's a better booker, and I think that'll be proven as the weeks go on, depending on how much control they get. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Oh. He's just a more forward thinking. I mean, this whole thing's forward thinking, isn't it, Heyman? He's always like, you've got to keep swimming. They oh, both kind of were. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but yeah I mean, both are, yeah. Well, yeah, Heyman was forward thinking when ECW was dying. He was he forward, <laughs> he forward thought himself to a job on Raw commentating. Yes, he's, he's an excellent commentator as well. He's an oh, all-rounder. He's, a, he's one of my favourite non-wrestlers in wrestling ever. Yeah. Love Paul Heyman. I mean, a complete carny. Yeah, I, I do prefer but, Heyman to Bischoff, but like, right. if you're going to say who's better, I think Bischoff's made a bigger stamp on the biz I now. Heyman has. I, yeah, I would go with Bischoff as well. For Heyman invented the attitude era, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The reason why wrestling is the way it is today, I, and I must say, when I say wrestling, I mean WWE when, uh, weekly, is because of the, the things that Nitro did. Until then, Raw was doing squash matches, and I, uh, you know, you know how did Bischoff possibly beat Raw in the ratings when it was like, okay, well, on <coughs> Raw, we have Skip, Davy Boy Smith beating, uh, oh, I don't know, yeah, yeah, uh, Skip, Skip or Zip, whichever one is free. <laughs> uh, on Nitro, uh, let's see, we have a main event of uh, Hulk Hogan versus Lex Luger. <laughs> right, okay. So they started <coughs> popping off the, the big matches on weekly TV, starting to have the title changes and everything else like that. Like, watch this, watch this. And which Raw then started obviously doing and going, oh, we have to step our game mm. up. And then they never really stopped. Squash matches become a, a rarity in wrestling now. You get the big match. Ricochet versus Eddie Styles was a thing we've had last two weeks on Raw. It's a big match. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. it kind of is, kind of isn't, but it is in a way. Yeah. And that's all the things that Raw does now, the good stuff and the bad stuff, is because of Eric Bischoff kicking them up the arse. I cannot believe that Eric Bischoff has beaten Paul Heyman in this Reese's Pieces. I thought it was going to be 3-0. To Heyman, I will defend Bischoff when it's weird because it's like I prefer Heyman just as because he entertainment and because of all the stuff he's done the business. But it's because people generalize history and don't look at stuff. P- people think Bischoff had one good idea that he stole <laughs> from Japan, got lucky, signed Hogan, dumpty dumpty dum, went out of business. And it's like that's not at all what happened. Bischoff had did all of this right and had the advantage of being a handsome bastard, whereas Paul Heyman clawed his way through looking like that. Oh, what the hell do you mean? That's a bit harsh. What do you mean? He's, he's Just because you're the prettiest one <laughs> in the office, <laughs> sir. Um, we cannot you, relate to have this. Have you seen Pachi? He's been looking fantastic recently. No. He, I think Pachi's been looking really no, good No, he doesn't recently. want to hang out with me. So, <laughs> what does he look like? He doesn't want to hang out with Can you take a picture and say anything? He doesn't want to hang out with any of us anymore. He's just got Mr. Happy now. Mr. I hate Happy. that cat. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, Heyman's great. Uh, oh, and also, special mention that the Heyman DVD slash Blu-ray that, that we put out is one of the best things they've ever really? made. I'm not saying it. Say, oh, no. mate, it's up there with Punk and Owens. Just I'll, I'll get it watched. Right. Because he's had his his life would make a great film. Yeah. Yeah. But still Bishop. But yeah. Heyman, but Heyman, Heyman right? get Bishop to get Bishop to play Heyman in the Heyman biopic. No, don't. <laughs> what? Don't do that. At <laughs> okay, all. Jack Kelly had too much heat. Let's go to the next segment. <laughs> Thank you very much. Please send your Reese's pieces to the usual place of mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's cultaholics. The question. And today's big, 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 big question. Love it. Uh, oh, <laughs> good. I'm glad something that. <laughs> we weren't talking about beforehand. Uh, will we be improved by Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff? And this gives you a chance to apologise for saying bad things about Heyman. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. So we'll in start with you, In Jeff. between takes there, I said to Matthew, I can't believe I just said that about Paul Heyman. Now you've hung me out to dry, sir. Um, what am I, oh, I was trying to subtle, but you've just said it now, so thanks, Jack. I think that they'll get... I think it all depends on uh, how much control that Vince gives them because at any point Vince can just veto anything, can't he? And just go, no, I think that's stupid. I'm the head of creative. But hmm. um, if he gives them a bit of slack, I think that they will improve the product. I think that Raw will just improve exponentially. I think that SmackDown will improve and have a couple of weird, weird stinkers. And it'll be interesting. I think both shows will get more interesting. I think Raw will clearly get better. I think SmackDown will get more entertaining anyway. So I think, yes, they will improve it. Unless, think... unless they fall out and Vince fires them in like a few months, which could also like well happen. Yeah. It all depends on what SmackDown is. Because as we sit here in July, it's Raw light. But then when yep. we get to October, it's going to be the main one. Yeah. So whether Raw becomes then SmackDown light, which it won't do because it's on different networks. It's, we'll have to wait until October. I think Raw's going to hand SmackDown its arse until October. Mm. Then we'll have to see what happens then. Mm. But again, <sighs> even though I've just said Bischoff is better than Heyman in terms of what the mark he left on the business, I've got more faith in Heyman. Yeah. Getting things through to Vince McMahon. And I've based that off absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Yeah, doing the back of Vince's mind is like, Bishop's like, this would be a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Vince is like, it's just through you, your company went out of business. I, I was hate watching, you. I was watching a video. Uh, Shut um, up. I don't know why I, I hired you just so I could say no to every one of your ideas. You know when Heyman did the old troll in Chicago and he came out to see M Punk's theme and then cut the promo, like shutting down the crowd? Apparently, they were going to do something else up until like the final moments before the show went live, and Heyman was like, let me go out there. Give me 15 minutes and I'll stop because it was the, the what was it, that the crowd had a name for it the the CM Punk something or other they're just going to bombard the show with CM Punk chants from start to finish right. and Heyman shut them down in the first segment and that wasn't going to happen until very close to the show time starting so that's mm. what I'm basing that off I've just thought of it there that's my rationale I imagine it if if <laughs> you're, that's good rationale huh? if you're Vince like hello we've been to um like the Heyman the inside the ropes thing with Kenny with with Heyman. And it's I imagine starring it, not Undertaker. I imagine it's hard. That's not, a weekly dig. I'm sorry. I imagine it's hard not to, um, like, almost be convinced by because Heyman's just so like such a charismatic and convincing oh. talker. It's really weird. You're like you start to believe everything he says, and you catch yourself. You're like, well, obviously Undertaker versus Lesnar wasn't a shoot. Like, what, what, what are you talking about? But you, you yeah. talk so convincingly that you just get convinced. It, that, yeah, the, all the wrestlers that were owed so much money by the end. Like, Tommy Jim, like, you, you go and go, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to get And he'd walk out the room after speaking for five minutes going, what a great guy. <laughs> he was literally going to kill him, wasn't he? You see yeah, oh, my God. Jesus, yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. Oh, wait, if you haven't seen it, you're watching this like now, like a year or so later, because this, this went around Twitter for a bit. Um, and also, by the way, if you're going to have any news to read, can you not, like, do it immediately after doing the podcast? <laughs> the way, we can talk about it. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tommy Dreamer's... 
I'm not really sure he said it beforehand and it's the only time it's been picked up, but he confessed he was in such a low uh, mental state in 2001 that he was genuinely going to... He was considering the very strong the idea of going to WrestleMania X7, killing Heyman by shooting him in the head and then himself because that would have left a hell of an impact. Yeah, during really the show. Forgotten. Apparently he was meant to be... Wait, was it in the same interview? He was meant to be involved in one of the matches and oh. at the last minute he was he was taken off as well, so that was a double whammy after oh. ECW. Yeah, yeah, WrestleMania X7, there were so many things that changed on the show. It's amazing that we got one of the best pay-per-views of all time out of it. But yeah, yeah Dreamy was such a bad state and being lied to again by Heyman and was not a good thing. And I think even weirder, Dreamer said his mental state was so bad, he's like, oh, I'm glad I didn't because that was a really good pay-per-view. That was that my... <laughs> What a considerate man. Yeah, thanks, Dreamer. <laughs> he seems happier now. I mean, yes. Uh, I hope so. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go back to... <laughs> we had to tell that story because Jesus Christ. I know, that's amazing. Do we even prove by Paul Heyman and Bischoff? Yes. Uh, yeah, but as you said, it doesn't matter who they've got in. It's if Vince gives them the power. Yes. In uh, mid to late 95, they got Bill Watts in for a bit. And Bill Watts obviously had a great run in UWF and all that. But TV got b- better uh, for a few weeks, and it was more memorable bit where basically all the baddies beat up the goodies, which didn't usually happen. Southern Ross. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. you just beat the hell out of them. It was like, oh, great, because then we can do the rematch and all this. And it was like, oh, okay. But then Bill Watts has got sick of Vince going, all right, that's a good idea, but how about I just ignore you and do what I was going to do anyway? <laughs> and then Bill's, I think Bill's line was, there's, uh, there's only room for one tight in the towers. Uh, so thank you very much, Vince. That's and a left. good final so, line, that. Yeah, that's and good. I don't think, apart from... The last few years has been the wrestling, the writing team bit. When was the last time they had somebody in and announced it? Dana, Dana it changes Warrior. all the time, doesn't it? I don't think they announced yeah. it. The thing about it was a scope uh, from somebody, wasn't it? I found out Dana Warriors and was having a trial for the creative team that she passed, and now she's on the. On maybe there it wouldn't time. have been since like. That's the hush money, but um. When you always used to hear about like Steph. bloody. Oh, I've forgotten his name completely. Oh, the actor. The guy right. that used to work with, he works for The Rock's production company now. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, who always wrote The Scott, Rock's. Scott, uh, no, not Scott. He always wrote Deba- The Rock's. Deba- 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 I've forgotten his name completely. Jason Derulo. Yes. Yeah, Jason Derulo he used to work with Edge and Christian closely in The Rock and yeah. The Rock's Island. Oh, that guy, I know. I've forgotten his name completely. That was, yeah, that, that was way, way ago. Yeah, you I mean. still always hear about him. Yeah, yeah. There was also Chris Kresge. Yep. And but, I mean, that, that's like, again, like, 19 years ago now, Jesus. Yeah. Like, recently, when was the Garner years... in that? Was that the Steph era of SmackDown? Yeah, he was around, um, yeah, 2005 SmackDown. Yeah. And then hung around and then did ECW on Sci Fi. Right. He was and a then, weird bloke. I went to Twitter after that. He was a weird nice. bloke. What was he? He was at Manchester Media, Kanye. He's a weird bloke. Why are you saying that? <laughs> no, nothing. Hey, watch just, this. I thought, I'm not gonna, he didn't do anything wrong. He's just a weird bloke. Oh, I like him. Yeah, fair enough. Where did he touch you? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He was just a weird bloke. <laughs> Jack went up to him and just like unprompted went, oh, God, right. Paul Heyman's so ugly, right? <laughs> <laughs> he just touched me right in the creatives and I don't want to talk about it. Right? <laughs> Anywho. Allegedly. No, Lagana never... He never did anything. I just found him a bit of a strange dude, that's all. Okay, cool. Seemed to, seemed to be quite quite a confident man in himself, despite being Dave Lagana. Oh, wow. What? Well, he wasn't meant to be that good, was he? No, Lagana had a good rep. Was he? Maybe I've just mixed yeah. it up with someone else. I mean, Sorry, apologies to Paul Heyman and Dave Lagana. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think you're confusing him with like a bad guy or something. Oh, right. I mean, uh, in, in wrestling, in that backstage thing, I'm sure a lot of people hate him, but there's just so many good things he's done. A lot of people hate you, but also a lot of people <laughs> like you. Yeah, Not the Dave on Lagana. Of I think that's what I'm trying to say here. Right, yes. right, right, fair enough. But I think I, you should just get rid of it and go back to the swimming pool days. 
Just get bring back Cornet. <laughs> then that's a, oh, that's, that's a, when both them in like Fire Festival. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sam would have a field day if Cornet got rehired. Imagine the network show that could get out of that though. Just round the pool with Vince and Jim and Shane and Vince pushing Shane at the pool and laughing. And Pat's there as well in the corner. Ten minutes Sleep. a week on Raw. <laughs> Jim Cornet, what do you think of it? Just say anything. You know? <laughs> Just. What do you think of electric cars? Electric cars. Let me tell you. <laughs> Prius, oh, right, right. But, uh, <laughs> Prius. Well, WWE approved by him. Well, I think everyone's just like, expecting, yeah, ECW style, like, no, uh, like, yeah. like Rollins is gonna come out to Rage Against the Machine <laughs> or something. Fifteen unprotected chair shots <laughs> to Baron Corbin's head. Eric Bischoff's like, we need a big, big heel stage <laughs> that comes out and pushes cars over. <laughs> like, if you think it's gonna be like that, I was like, no, I think they're gonna contribute, give their I contributions. I can't wait for the spray paint to get involved on SmackDown. There's gonna be spray paint on the belts. That's what I think of when I think of Bischoff. Spray paint on the belts. Um, announce table spot? Is that because he got put through the announce table by Kevin Nash? No, but Bret Hart and Nash. Oh, in WWF? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was excellent, that. It was. Why am I talking about that match? Is that like Survivor Series Night 5 or something? It is. That's a great good match. Lad. That's a bloody good, good. Oh, match. Sweet. That's so good. Night 5 sucks. Everyone thinks but it's that pay-per-view was amazing. Everyone thinks it's real. Because no one had gone through an announce table before. Yeah. Oh. And it's like this table as well. It's a table It's not even table, like a yeah. big fully padded one. It's, it's not the Shane McMahon comfy couch thing he lands on every oh, time. It's it, it was, oh. Oh. We've got off topic again. I do apologise. We are, we are ranting. But yeah. Uh, I think it's a good time for the wee, that they're having to go, look guys, we know we suck. Here's two guys who don't suck. Give us a chance. Right. Yeah. Speaking of guys that suck and giving us a chance. Thank you very much for watching. <laughs> <laughs> calling. Turn, he- turn heel, did you? Oh, that was a good segue. <laughs> Call no. everyone that's out there sucks. No, no, no. We suck. Oh, oh we suck. I thought you meant them. No, I thought you meant the people. Those people. No, I like those people. All right. Not Definitely. all of them. I've seen the YouTube comments. I'll die in a fire. But thank you for the answer to the nice people on Twitter. I can't believe that. I've, I'd like to, before we leave, I'd like to apologize to both Paul Heyman and Dave Lagana for the things I've said on this podcast. I'd you the job on Twitter. <laughs> I'd just like to clarify. I'll give you the statement, the, the, the statement I read about Crazy yeah. Razor for them. I just want to clarify once again, I wasn't bad mouth and Jimmy Havoc. We've all, we've all annoyed <laughs> people on this one. What a great podcast yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> well, Ross, apart from apologies, is there anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, no, not at all. Not, no, nothing. Oh, okay. No I've, I've, videos I've, coming I've got up? nothing, no. Just the same oh. old bollocks every week, isn't it? Sweet. And you uh, can find that on Colorholic YouTube, You can find right? on Colorholic YouTube channel, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> um, Frog on the Tyne. On Saturday, yes. I think it's I think it's doors at four thirty or whatever. But I'll be yeah, there. Yeah, that, that'll be accurate. You'll be there. I oh, will be there. And NCL, do you we'll have go? a. Uh... I'm a I'm a busy man on Saturday. Um, I'll be there. Oh. My mate Sparky will be, be there. Could be there. <laughs> he might. He turned up an OTT randomly. Yeah, he did. That's why I can't. Go. Ross, Ross walks into the academy. Oh, yeah, he might be. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. I can't. Dun, dun. <laughs> 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 what are you saying? Your, your mate Sparky. Mate Sparky's coming. Well, he's more Sam's mate, but he's adopted me as well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's nice when you get a friend of a friend and yeah. they become now your friend. Now we're friends, yeah. And the other friend gets jealous that you talk. Well, Sam's <laughs> away this weekend, so I'm going with Sparky. It's going to be two. Oh, yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Anyway, I'll You'll be there. You'll meet him. You'll meet him. Yeah, 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 I can't wait to meet Sparky. And be like, why, why are you talking about me in your podcast? <laughs> and yeah, NCL, North Preston, has a, a preview match. I'm not sure what the thing is. Showcase. They're doing the pre-show. Show, thank you. It's the land of January, isn't it? it oh, is, my God. It's the, it's the, the land of January on progress. Oh, yeah. The lads will be there. Tom Campbell's ringing out in the pre-show. Tom Campbell will be there because he has NCL. Oh, if he brings on belt in the ring, I'm going to oh kick off. God. I'm going to kick off. He, if he, he is, he's done some dirty things in that <laughs> thing. He's one of them. He. He's one of them. That man. That, that man. 
has done some ungodly things in that championship title belt. He's tarnished what we work for I don't every single it. day of the week. I don't only we it. can tarnish what I we do. I want to see him wash it. Yeah. You know when you have to request the phone number of like the people in the hotel who, like if you see someone dirty in the room before you, they can have the, the, the number of the, the person who's cleaning the room just to make sure. And Is that a thing? Apparently so. Oh. I saw it on The Office. Pam. Oh. Pam says it. Um, but I, I want to see Tom clean that thing before we touch it once again. I was fine until the one of him in bed with it. I know, that's, the, that's the exact one I saw. Yeah. And the one on the metro. <laughs> oh, that, never mind the bed. Drag, yeah, dragging that along those piss-drenched seats. What's he doing? <laughs> has, he not, has he not been in Newcastle before? He doesn't act like he has. Reckless. On that delicious note, thank you very much for delicious. joining us. And don't forget, as always, to put your hand in the middle of the table and go join us. Thanks for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments below. You can follow Colorholic on Twitter at Colorholic, and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Colorholic. If you enjoy what we do, you can pledge to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Colorholic. Hit subscribe, and don't forget, join us. 